Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Liberis, Senior Manager, Marketing Operations at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Danielle. Hey, everyone. It's Sari. Welcome back to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. We know there's a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with some insights, tips, and best practices, and breathing room from the critical work you do. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. With us today, we are so excited to have another teacher from our 2022 Extraordinary Educator class, Jennifer Seitz, who is a special education teacher at Yorkshire Elementary in New Jersey. So welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to chat with you today. Uh, If you don't mind just introducing yourself to our listeners to get started, uh, maybe where you're from, how long you've been teaching, and then we'll go from there. My name is Jennifer Seitz, and I'm a first through third grade special education teacher, a proud special education teacher in the Camden City School District, and I teach first through third grade self-contained students at Yorkship Elementary School. I'm originally from North Carolina, but I've been in Camden. This is my fourth year in Camden. Prior to that, I was in Trenton, New Jersey. Well, welcome to the podcast and congrats again on being part of our 2022 Extraordinary Educator class. I'd love to start off with just how's your year going? What's happening there in New Jersey? In New Jersey, we are plugging along. We are pushing our students. We are um, we are getting this all this nonsense behind us and we are getting these students on board with learning. We are using what we know about um, learning and using what we know about these students to get them to keep learning and we are pushing them to learn. I'd love to dig into that. What, what ways are you pushing them to learn? What are you using? What are some strategies um, and And what can you share with our listeners who are ready to get going again, ready to start pushing students again? Well, in my class, I begin with some, um, first of all, you know, I'd like to gather some basic information. I'm fortunate that I have had some of my students um, one or two years. So I have some information, but I like to get to know my students by gathering information from them and from their families. And that can just be by basic social emotional learning. We've all been impacted by the past two years. So it's important to know where are they coming from? What's their basic needs? How are they doing? That can be as simple as how are you doing today? A check-in, just a simple social emotional check-in. And that's how we begin our day. Something very simple because without knowing how these students are doing, how can I teach those basic skills that they need? And that's very important to me and to those that I work with. It's so, so true. And so important to your students too, right? If they don't feel seen or heard or feel like you're just kind of treating them blankly all the same, not asking them how they're doing, they're not going to be as bought in or engaged as well. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I'd love to switch gears a bit and talk about data. I know this is something. Okay. Yeah. I know this is something you're passionate about. Talk to us about how you use data um, and, and how you use it to drive your instruction with your first through third graders. We begin um, with a, um, in the beginning with a diagnostic, and I use that information to, I analyze that very deeply and um, use the diagnostic actually from my ready 
to build um, the next steps. I am fortunate to work with two paraprofessionals who are very willing to work with me and meet with me and have data meetings. And we plan from that. Um, with that information, I'm able to make small groups, group my students, and then use information um, from teacher toolbox um, to, I have centers in my classroom. This year, we've had to change things a little bit, but I am able to use the information and assign lessons or work with and align that actually with our math and our reading curriculum. So I can take the New Jersey standards and I can use those standards and I can see what the standard is that I'm teaching that's in our curriculum. And then I can break it down even further using the information that I've gathered um, and individualized, which is what we're supposed to be doing. So it's actually what the information that I'm gathering, I have seen a tremendous growth because I'm I'm getting very deep into that data. And with the support of those that work with me, we have seen tremendous growth. And it has been very helpful and it is wonderful when I look and I see my students growing across on their snapshot reports and to see that I'm, I know specifically what they need and we're able to jump into that and pull that information out. That is so critical. Uh, I myself was a former special education teacher, and I often say, I wish I had the level of data slash oh, data, sorry. however you say it, right? Um, I wish I had that. I wish I could meet the students' needs. I felt like I was I was guessing a lot of the time. So that's wonderful that you're doing this essential work. Can you talk to us a little bit how of how you share that information with students and how you get them excited to continue to... Um, reinvest in their part of the learning? I think one thing is the relationship that it, I've developed, my paraprofessionals have developed with them and with their fam with their families. Um, they know that I'm invested in them and that begins at the door. They know that I care about what they learn and I care. Learning is important to me. Um, they are important to me. It's not just, I'm just here. Uh, you know, they know that they know that I'm just not sitting there and here, I want you to do this and you're going to, they know it's important to me what they're doing. So when they see on my face um, that they got it and that, you know, with that light bulb that goes off when, and you just get so excited about it. So one thing I do is I chart their progress and I talk to them and I say to them, how did that make you feel? And they're like, Yay, I did it. You know, I just had a student today go, I got 100%. I finished this. So we track it and we have a board. And when they see that and they know they've done that, they see that that's them. It's not just me, that's them. So it begins with that relationship. And when their parents see it and I'm sending messages, you know, so-and-so did really well on this, you know, reading this or, you know, whatever the assignment was. And then the parent knows it's about that investment and those relationships. And then that all builds on top of each other. We're not just doing this just because it's required. Doing this because this learning is building lifelong skills. I love that, Jennifer. It's so, so powerful. And I think something small that you said, but that can really be a game changer is like after a student experiences a success, 
actually asking them to articulate how it felt, especially with our younger learners who, who you're working with is so powerful because then they're able to kind of sort of be magnacognitive about it and like realize that felt good. Like, wow, yes. I want to do that again. Right. And it's kind of like a positive yes. reinforcement. And when they say it back to you, when they say it back, even when we're remote right now and they say it back to me, Mrs. Seitz, look, it's a hundred percent. They're saying it back that they, they got it. You know, it's, they understand excellence. They, you know, they understand they got it. It's, you know, it, look at how important this is. They got it. It's important. That is so important. I love that so much. And I love also how you said it begins at the door. Relationships yes. are very, very important. Um, do you have any other advice for educators who are listening of how to connect or connect students to the data? You've given us a lot of nuggets so far, but any kind of parting wisdom as we start to wrap up? Be yourself. You know, let them see you. One thing that I... Um, <sighs> It's, you know, I say to my kids, I make mistakes. What are mistakes? Mistakes help us to learn. I'm a human. Be you. You know, this data collection, the data analysis, um, teaching, be you. I, you know, when we learn from, my kids say this with me. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay. We, we do have do-overs in my room. And we learn from that. And um, I'm not perfect there. You know, I, I tell them that it's okay. We're human and we're going to move on. We're going to move on. It's okay. We're going to keep going. And that's what I say to someone. I would say, you know what? You're human. You're a teacher. You're learning too. I tell my kids that all the time. I'm learning. I'm in this. I'm learning. We're in this together. Be a human. Show them. Amazing, Jennifer. I think. There's, there's nothing really to follow up with that with except yes, <laughs> exactly. There, there's, there's no better way to, to, to help students, you know, learn from their mistakes and feel comfortable making their mistakes other than modeling it yourself, right? And so thank you so much for all you do um, every day with your students um, and instilling that growth mindset and modeling mistakes and letting them see you and then everything you're doing with the data and, and just in general. And we love talking to you. And unfortunately, that's all the time we had for today. But thank you again for being here. And I look forward to meeting you in person. <laughs> <laughs> Us too. Thanks again. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow along as always on Twitter at Curriculum Asoche and on Instagram at MyIReady and be sure to tag us in your posts so we can see the work you do. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest or want to be a guest, please email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. Please be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts and review an episode if you feel inclined so we can reach more educators. This is about you. We are here for you. So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. <laughs>